is a threat in the world today. A threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not found find the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. What is going on, BW Sports One World? It is your boy, The Ass, and I am here with a special guest today. This is Miss Sheena Starr, a.k.a. Puma. What is going on, Sheena? Just living the dream, man. Just living the dream down here in the South, working my ass off. There you go. That's how they do it down there, right? Yeah, I just, you know, it's a bunch of tough-ass country motherfuckers down here, but you know what? Right. I like it. I like it. You know what? And there's not snow outside right now, so I'm all good with say, that. I was going to say, you don't miss that much, do you? No, hell no. Hell no. I'm tired of fighting the elements all the time and living where the air hurts my face. Fuck that noise. I so. am with you wholeheartedly <laughs> on that. Mm -hmm. So let the PW Sports One world know who Sheena Star is. Um, you know, I'm just people. I'm just I've been I've been around the combat sports scene for well over a decade. Um, I'm one of the most uh, multi-dimensional people in the sport. I'm a professional cut man. I've been a professional referee. Um, I've worked for the USD Commission Inspector. I have um, been a promoter, a matchmaker, a manager, and I'm also a fighter as well. Um, uh crap i don't know man you know i'm kind of like a hybrid you know when it comes to you know the combat sports scene i'm like half old school half new school so i'm like that uh mixture between old school shit and all the new school shit and uh i've just been around for a minute you know been around for a minute and uh recently started doing bare knuckle when it you know first became legal like 2018 and <clears throat> been really loving that you know you know been rolling with that and you know i really uh really find my new home here at bare knuckle yeah so like she said everybody she is a fighter at the bare knuckle fighting championship at the 125 pound weight class because as you were talking to me before we uh went on here you said that all the women in are in the 125 pound class mm -hmm. came from 115 like the, the yeah. straw weight class yeah. every yeah every single one of them besides uh uh well delaney owen delaney owen um i actually faced her in tampa we fought at a lower weight class for uh bare knuckles actually the um, in between one 115 118 weight uh, weight class and uh, she's uh, currently number one ranked in that class and uh, she would fight at Adam weight you know a lot of times uh, it, you know as far as MMA um, she came from Invicta and whatnot so she's smaller but every other female that is in the 125 division at bare knuckle came from you know MMA straw weight weight class every single one Christine Freya um, Helen Helen Peralta um, Beck Rawlings, um, Britton Hart, Britton fights at lower, and, you know, me as well, you know, and Ivana Coleman and uh, even Kelly Cutler that recently just fought Misfit um, at the last show in Florida. So, yeah, we're all, we're all smaller and, you know, but but this, weight, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 You know what I mean? So, but uh, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's great because we're not having to cut a bunch of weight and, you know, everybody's coming in more healthy and, you know, the fights are better because of it. So. Now let's kind of talk about that real quick. You know, you, you mentioned you don't have to cut that much weight as you're used to in the MMA being yeah. at 115 pounds. Right. How does that change? How does that change? Uh, you know, the week or the week and a half, two weeks leading up to the actual fight compared to how it right. was, you know, the weight cut was doing in the 115 class. Right. Well, you know, first, first off with, with the weight cut and a training camp at MMA was a lot more intense than it is with bare knuckle, bare knuckle. We're all hands. All right. You know, you know, we're not, we're not throwing knees. We're not grappling, you know, this and that, you know, and that's a big part of where that weight cut would come in. Um, you know, you know, having, having that weight advantage with MMA is, you know, a lot of it was grappling on the ground, bigger opponent, you know, a lot more muscle and, you know, that's why we would cut down to the smaller weight classes, you know, so we didn't have to have, you know, such that lopsided, you know, advantage over another. Um, bare knuckle, it's great. Um, with with weight cutting, I mean, it's just, it's better because it's not so strict of a diet, <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean but, but, but we all, we, we, we all do it, you know what I mean? Like our weight our fight camp and cutting weight and everything beforehand, I mean, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. We're used to it. We've been doing this shit for years. You know what I mean? But it's just a little bit nicer, you know, going into a fight, you know, the, like you said, the two weeks leading up to it, just feeling stronger, mm -hmm. just feeling stronger. You know, I'm not cutting a bunch of water. I'm not, you know, eating avocados and celery and carrots for, you know, fucking lunch. You know, I'm, you know, I can have a little bit of carbs right. and, not, and not having to cut a bunch of weight. And especially a lot of us, you know, we're a little older too, you know, we're not, mm -hmm. you know, early twenties and the, you know, the older women get, um, I don't know if it's the same way with guys, I'm sure it is, but it's harder to cut. It's harder, oh, yeah. you know, you know, you know, it's harder to cut that weight as, you know, as you age a little bit. So, um, I think it's great. I think it's great because of it, you know, um, we're all the same size. So no one's has like a big, huge advantage over the other and we're healthier because of it. You know, our fights, uh, they're a lot better. They're a lot better. Nobody's, you know, having a bad cut and getting depleted. You know why? Because, you know, we're not cutting down from 145 pounds. Right. You know, so it's, right. uh, it's, 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 it's great. I think it's perfect. And uh, I like it. <laughs> Well, that's good that you like it, you know, because yeah. like we said before the show, you can eat a little pasta and some bread mm -hmm. for dinner every so often. And and right. I know that I like pasta because I'm a I'm a round fellow. And mm -hmm. you mentioned that you like pasta because you like the carbs. So that's always good. I like that. You know, you know, I like the carbs. I like salt, too. Salt's another enemy yeah. that you have to cut out. You know, but like right now, I'm only five pounds away from weight. Right. Five pounds, you know, and I'll just do that the night before, or whatever. So I'll just be able to stay on my diet and, um, you know, my work routine and, you know, my training routine. And I'll just, I'll, I'll hold fast. I'll hold all the way up, you know, until I get there and boom, you know, I'm not killing myself to make weight. That's stupid. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, and I think, yeah. that, I think, uh, hopefully that'll be something that's changed in the future for the mixed martial arts scene right. as far as having guys and girls just cut enormous amount of weights just to make a, you know, a 160 pound or I'm sorry, 155 mm -hmm. pound weight class that they started at 200 or something. And it may bring the matches, like you said, a little bit uh, more entertaining. And I, I don't want to say f more fair, but you know what I'm saying on that? Because hey, you don't right. have somebody that's cutting seven pounds and getting to that weight rather than right. somebody 20 pounds. And then they both carb up that night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, there's two, there's two different kinds of people that cut weight to, 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 to compete. 
one, you have the person that cuts a lot of weight because it'll give them a big advantage or they feel it'll give them a good, bigger advantage on the day of the fight. Then you have your second fighter that the only reason why they cut is so they don't have to fight somebody that's going to outweigh them and, you know, twice their size the next day. All right. I'm the second type of fighter. I don't want to cut weight to get an advantage. I want to, you know, just be able to go train, boom, go out there, do what I do. The only reason why I would cut in the past is because I don't want to fight a chick that's going to weigh 155 pounds the next day because that fucking sucks. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So That's why that's, when I fought, and I'm just totally amateur here, but that's why when I fought, I fought at 205 and I would cut down because there ain't no way in hell. And at that time, obviously, I was a little bit smaller than I am now. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to fight the guys. You know, I'm 210 pounds and fight a guy 265 pounds. I mean, that's right, right, yeah. When they go to sit on you, and squish all the fucking air out of your lungs, and you just yep. like you just you just want out of there. Just yeah, get, get the fuck. Been out. there, right. done that. Fuck that. <laughs> right. I feel you. So now you are um, from Northern Michigan, mm -hmm. and you recently, within the past couple of years or so, have moved down to the South. Uh, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know exactly where at, but can you tell us kind of why that transition was made, and you know what you're doing from that mm -hmm. transition? Well, uh, it's really cold up there. It's it really cold. The winters, <laughs> the winters are. I mean, I mean, seriously, they're eight months night. long. Yeah, yeah. It, it basically eight months of winter. The sun doesn't come out. Um, what was basically keeping me in northern Michigan was my family. Um, you know, we all uh, we all grew up around the Flint area, and then we moved up north because I mean that's Flint. So, um, and then they started uh, passing away. And after my dad, I lost my dad uh, December of last year, uh, which uh, that anniversary is coming up here real soon. Um, I was ready to go. Mm -hmm. I was ready to go. I was ready to go south, better, you know, I've always wanted to move further, further south. And, uh, you know, I split up from my ex and it was just, it was just so toxic. It was just horrible up there. I just needed a fresh start. So I moved and it's been great. It's been great. I'm in a better environment here. Um, it was fucking 75 degrees yesterday. It's the middle <laughs> of November. Okay. Rub it in. Rub it in, Sheena. I you know I, I'm up here in Indianapolis. Hey, hey, and yet, hey, this past hey. week was about 60 degrees. Yesterday, all of a sudden, went to about 45. I lived in the fucking middle of the snow belt of the Midwest. Basically, the yes, fucking toilet bowl of America. And I would get like a foot of snow hour. And I would like post pictures, and here's my friends in Tampa. It's 80 degrees today. Look at my palm tree. Her, 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 her. All right. Fuck you, Becky, in your fucking yeah. palm trees. All right, you know? <laughs> right. Well, kind of going back to what you're saying, you know, that change of scenery, that fresh start. Um, as a fighter or any athlete, but definitely as a, mm -hmm. as a fighter, that mm -hmm. definitely will help and boost your training oh, and your morale. Everything. Everything, everything. Oh, my ex was toxic. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be horrible. He'd be horrible. Just constantly talking shit, just bringing me down all the time, all the fucking time. Like I would get a text message like on weigh-in day, don't get your face beat in too bad so you don't look like shit for a week. I mean, just asshole shit like that, wow. you know? Oh yeah. I mean, it get even more than that, you know? I mean, but it was just, it was just bad. It was, it was just a, it was a. It was a, it was a bad environment, you know. And plus, it was fucking cold. It just sucked. It just sucked. It just was draining the life out of me. And like I said, stayed up there for you know my kids and my family. Boom! I just moved them down. My mom's probably moving down the first of the year, you know. So, 
Well, good. I'm glad to hear that you got to change the scenery and it's working in a positive way for you. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going into this fight like like with so much shit I haven't had in literally like so many years. So good. many years. You know what I mean? I got I got good I got good support. I got you know better training, better training because I mean. I mean, I love my people in northern Michigan, you know, but the caliber of training and everything just wasn't there for me. I'd have to travel, you know, and have my camps, like, down in Detroit, which is four hours away, and I'd have to stay down there for, like, three, four days a week and then come back up and see, you know, kids and take care of stuff on the weekends. And, that, and that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard. That was so hard, you know. And uh, I don't have to do any of that. I'm not struggling so bad right now, so... Um, it's great. It's great. Everything is, everything is right here for me. Like, like the gym's 30 minutes down the road. Okay. Right. Northern Michigan, I had to drive an hour and a half one way to go to the gym, you know? So, but yeah. Well, I'm glad, like I said, to see you, uh, happier than, yeah. you know, over the past that I, that I've seen, you know, I've seen some, uh, hills and valleys per se over your career and over the time that you and I have, you know, virtually known each other, I guess I should say it like that. Because um, mm -hmm. unfortunately, we've never been able to meet in person at all the fights that I've you know, been through over the years and you've been mm -hmm. to. We've never actually crossed paths in person. But one day I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to have to come down to where it's warm during the winter and <laughs> rock out with you. You should do that. You should do that. It's definitely. Especially when it's all cold and stuff. It's such a morale booster. Right. It's great. It's great. It's great to you know just get down, have some warmth. In Normalville, too, in Normalville, too, there's no lockdowns and mandates and all that. Well, one of the gyms here got closed, so I have to drive a little bit further to another one right now because uh, uh, COVID shut them all down. So that sucks, but, you know, we don't got a mask up and shit everywhere. The kids are still in school. Yeah, I start back virtual up here tomorrow, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, just kind of like that everywhere right now, and, yeah. you know, it makes it harder on all of us, but, you know, I'm appreciative of, you know, the opportunity to fight and, you know, be active and get paid right in December, right before Christmas. You know, there's so many people out there that are, you know, not, not only struggling financially, but, you know, fighter friends I know that are struggling mentally because mm -hmm. they can't be active. You know, everything's shut down a lot of places, and, you know, it's, 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 it's hard for these guys. Their gyms are closing, you know, you know, they're not getting fight opportunities. If they are, it's only, you know, the top tier guys. I mean, in amateurs right now, I mean, holy shit, they're not doing anything. You know, I yeah. just, my heart really feels for those guys and, you know, just tell them it's only temporary. Hang on. Don't give up, you know, so. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're positive words from Puma. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm, I told you I'm just people just keeping, it, just keeping it real, man. You know, I see it. I've seen it. Right. The street, the streets see you too. So there you go. Keep being now, tough. Now tell us what got you involved in the beginning with with combat sports. Um, I used to race moto and like do like motocross shit and okay. you know you know, you know well, I was like we I'm, got an adrenaline junkie here. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a total adrenaline junkie. I like I'm like addicted to it, but um. Uh, my ex-fiance, he was a amateur MMA fighter and it was kind of his thing. And, you know, I'd support him and, you know, this and that. And, um, I was pregnant <laughs> for a while. Couldn't, 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 couldn't do it for, you know, a minute. And, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of like our deal. I was like, all right, you know, I'll do that with you. I'll do it with you. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. You know, you never got to see it. Um, 
he uh, uh, unfortunately was murdered um, some years ago, uh, going to the pharmacy to get some um, antibiotics and I never got to see it. So, uh, and then after that, I was diagnosed with stage four, uh, I mean, not stage four, stage three thyroid cancer. I think I, I got this little lisp and nerve damage and shit from it. It's not from fighting, trust me. And uh, um, started fighting amateur fights, like fucking all of them, all over the place. I was going to fucking Las Vegas, tough enough. I'm going out to Shamrock. I mean, I would fight anybody and everybody, you know. I didn't know if it'd be like my last opportunity to, you know, get a fight because, you know, I was sick and they said I couldn't be competitive. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just wanted to keep that, uh, um, keep that little promise deal, you know, and I just kept grinding and grinding and grinding and then finally made my pro debut at Ryzen in Tokyo, Japan. And, you know, I played, played my, played my little game and I made it there. Um, Art Davey, Art Davey, a friend of mine, he, he helped mentor me a little bit and helped help navigate me through the, you know, the rough waters. Really nice old guy. Um, I actually met him at uh, Tough Enough in Vegas. Okay. And uh, yeah, I lost that fight there, and I didn't even know it was him. It's such a, it was such a funny, funny story. I'm sitting down there, I'm drinking a whiskey, because I was my my first uh, like bat, like I don't know, surprise with an athletic commission, you know, because I'd ripped my lig ligaments in my ankle, and I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I ain't gonna back out. I'll just tape it. I'll just tape shit on my ankle and put over a sleeve. Well, ISKA out there and. Nevada didn't let me put tape on it. Mm. They're like, you can't put tape on it. I'm like, the fuck? Right. Oh, yeah. My shit was buckling left and right. And I was so, like, uh, down. And I was drinking my whiskey. And here comes this little old man in a fedora hat. <laughs> Talking to me <laughs> shit. <laughs> this little dude, he's like, you got spunk, kid. Blah, 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 blah. You know, talking to his years yeah, ago. You kind of got that old school feeling yeah. of a boxer oh, yeah. boxing that, trainer. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe a little old Italian dude. Got the yeah. nose and shit. Yeah, yeah. And he gave me his card right before he left. And he was like, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to help you and talk to you a little bit. And I looked right on there, Art Davy. And I'm like, You're fucking Art Davy. <laughs> You're the goddamn founder of the UFC sitting here talking to my fucking no name ass. That's so fucking cool. And you know, and that just gave me motivation and boom, here I am. There you are. And years later, you're still beautiful and smoky, ah. just like they said you would be. Oh, I'm always <laughs> like that. Yup, 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 you did. Yeah, spunk, kid. There you go. There you go. Now, what made you change, make the shift and transition from, you know, wearing gloves and being in, in the full martial, the mixed martial arts mm -hmm. scene over to bare knuckle, but where it's, you know, boxing, it's, it's standard. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I've always liked competition and savage competition, just like Japanese MMA, those rules over there. Like, you can soccer kick motherfuckers in the face and stuff oh, yeah. in the face. Okay. I, like, myself, pride am rules. a very fan, a uh, very big fan of pride. Pride. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you know, like old pride shit. I'm like, oh, cool. And then Bare Knuckle came around, and I'm like, oh, um, Tony Lopez. Tony Lopez, really great, really great friend of mine. I would... I would corner Tony Lopez a lot in a lot of his fights. I would travel with him all over the country, being in his corner. Not only did I double as a corner person, but I'm a wonderful cut man. And some promotions didn't have a cut man. So I was like a two for one with Tony Lopez. I'd corner Tony, and then he's got a lot of scar tissue because he's got 9,000 fights. Right. And sometimes he'd bust open. So I would be there to ensure that his fight 
didn't get stopped because of any of his cuts, and I could corner him. Well, Tony Lopez got an opportunity, first show, you know, um, BKFC won out there in Wyoming. I couldn't make it because it was in Wyoming, the dates were something or another, and then I was cornering Tony. All, you know, his other fights that he had with Bare Knuckle. Um, that's when I met everybody down in Biloxi. Uh, we even went to Cancun. We even went to Cancun. I, I forget what number that was. Um, I think it was eight. Maybe it was number Next eight. time you do that, I can I fit know. in a suitcase, I promise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will get right. my ass in a big suitcase. Oh, Feldman took such care. Oh, they took such good care of the fighters and everybody for that Cancun show. That was amazing. And, you know, just watching it after a while, I'm just like, man, I could do this. I want to do this. I have to do this before it's like I'm done with everything. All right. Well, um, I had an MMA fight against this steroid chicken, like, Oklahoma or something, <laughs> and uh, and uh, well, well, well um, uh, like really shortly after that was done, it was like the next weekend after it, and uh, I seen the matchmaker for BKFC was looking for a female fighter to fill the spot for this Biloxi card, and you know, last minute this chick was, I'm like, I'm gonna do it, and, you know, and they looked at me and they're like, you want to do this? <laughs> I was like, yeah, right? yeah, I would, I would fucking love to do it, man. I didn't have no time for sponsors, no time for anything. That's where that t-shirt came from. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, Navy SEAL friend uh, that's uh, on a, a charity board, um, a veterans charity board that we're on uh, back in Michigan, uh, worked her detail and would always bitch about how much of a cunt she was. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> all right I got my pay-per-view time. I'm like, all right, this shirt's just going to be Team Us, like Team Me with the fucking Cougar Ricky Bobby and shit, with the fucking NASCAR shit. Right. All right, that's what the Hillary shirt was about going out there. And, uh, I mean, like I said before the show, it was fitting. I mean, yeah. it perfectly fit the whole persona of Sheena Starr. Yeah, right, right. With the, Oh, my gosh. And, you know, and I wish that fight was on, like, YouTube or something, but because of my shirt, like, they couldn't put it on. So that's why nobody will find that fight. It's not... Um, anything and i wish it was because it was my win know you now though <laughs> oh god oh yeah i didn't know anybody down there like sparks fans oh yeah and i walk out there and i was just like oh here we go i just thought it was nothing i'm like here we go i got this shirt on that is one way to make some fans in the South. I was taking pictures with babies, the fire department, policemen, motherfuckers, <laughs> everywhere. I think I signed a couple pair of buoys, some dude's butt. I mean, it was oh, fucking good. Man, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that was his own pin. <laughs> it, was, it was a Sharpie it stuck on. I don't know. I'm like, man, you better take a picture of that. Well, I was going to say, I wonder how long he left it on there before he took a shower. I I don't know. I don't know the guy. I didn't even ask. I don't know. To each his own. To each his own. <laughs> now, obviously, there is difference in training because you're not having to worry about the jujitsu and, and the Muay Thai and, and um, you know, the kickboxing. Just worrying about it. Yeah, it's just, it's just not having to train for it. Jiu-Jitsu beats the fuck out of you. Well, yeah. All right. oh, yeah. It does. It does. I've gotten more bruises and injuries just from jujitsu class and training camps for that shit than I yeah. have with Muay Thai or anything else. And yeah, it's, it's hands and it's conditioning. You know, yeah. I know they're only two minute rounds, but they wear you the fuck out. All right. That's a, that's like a two minute sprint. If anybody yep. who's ever done sprints knows that. All right. Sprint. And just after 
15 seconds, you're like, <laughs> okay, that's the same thing for a bare knuckle fight too. So, you know, our cardio and um, our conditioning is very important. Um, core conditioning, very important. Legs, important. Hands, important, you know. Um, Hydration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hydration. Yeah, all of that, all of that, you know. So, uh, sure, it's all hands, but then there is a whole nother can of worms that comes with bare knuckle that we have to double up on training for or additional training that, you know, we wouldn't have to do on MMA, like, you know, your hand conditioning and, you know, uh, your body core conditioning. Right. Okay. You know, cause uh, taking, taking a body shot with a bare knuckle punch is a lot different than taking one with a glove. You know yes. What I mean? yes, it is. So, you know, <laughs> you know, and well, and then different training too, you know, all that blocking and parrying and all this, I don't work with bare knuckles. Those hands sneak right through. You don't got the surface area of a glove. So, you know, you, doing this, you know, right. you're going to get the back of your hand punched and your shit's going to break. So right. I mean, it's, it's just drilling different techniques and getting that muscle memory out and, you know, all that good stuff. So right. it's fun. It's fun. Well, I, you know, if I was about 10 years younger, I would probably do it. But like I said, nine knee surgeries later on the one knee, I am mm -hmm. done, but I am going to get back into shape because I actually am somewhat of an adrenaline junkie like yourself. Mm -hmm. And I started racing go-karts again. So, you know, I got the go-kart downstairs. Yeah. We had three races. My brother did four mm -hmm. races. Now next year we got three carts, then uh, two different classes. So we're yeah. looking, we're looking to have some fun there. Those things are so cool. Oh uh, man. It makes you feel like you're going hundred miles an hour when you're an inch off the ground. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I yeah, was just going to say that. Yeah. You know, I have to say this, I, I, and I was fine from it because I've been hit a lot harder than this, but, you know, my second race, I had to spend extra money. My wife didn't really appreciate that because I went backwards 50 miles an hour into the wall and bent the back axle, so I had to buy a new axle and, and this and this and this, but, you know, lesson learned, it was still fun. <laughs> mm. Hey, we had the drag cars that were like, you know, 3,500 horsepower. And every time something broke on one of those, it cost a thousand bucks. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Racing is not a cheap sport. <laughs> no, no. You know, you hear this, folks? Get your kids into racing because they won't be able to afford drugs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a lie. <laughs> All your money is going to the thing that's in the garage, and that's it. <laughs> right. True story. Uh, it is. It is. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say you have a fight coming up December 11th. Yep. Luxie, Mississippi. Had some issues with this so far. Uh, um, it's 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 just finding an opponent to stick. Right. You know, it's fight you know it's right, right. You know, you know, one old, you know, the I you know, I had one opponent, yeah, you know, she was good, ready to go. All right, and then and then I'm not exactly sure what the reason was, but there's there's some differential reasoning, and she declined after agreeing. So, um, I guess I don't know. I don't know. She was from Colorado too, like right in Denver. So I was like, "Fuck, man, I have to like fight this high altitude cardio chick." And well, <laughs> all right, you know. And then the next one was like out of California, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, da, da, her record sucks." And da da da, I'll take her, I'll take her, and then. Fucking a day later, it's like after further investigation, I found her so she has too much experience. I'm like, you fucking cunt. All right, on to the next. Okay, and then this other girl, um, she was really impressive. She's like 11 and 11 and four pro MMA record, but you know she's signed under um, combat 
Americas or something like that. I'm like, that girl's exclusively signed and she's supposed to be going to the UFC. Why the fuck would she do bare knuckle? Right. You better check you better check that. Somebody's fucking I know she wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't do she ain't doing that. She ain't doing that for sure. So um so that's three down. Um well if you, had, if you had to choose Let's hear like three names that you would yeah. love to put up against you if it was yeah. totally your choice right now. Yeah. Oh, I would. I mean, I'd like the page fight. You know, I'd like that paycheck too. Um, I think that'd be great. Um, Dina Dime. Dina Dime. We've been trying to get Dina Dime um, in a bare knuckle for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, she's wonderful. I fought her in the amateurs before. She is tough as shit and she is unfinishable. And that girl will stand and strike and it'll be a straight up junkyard dog fight bloody just fucking entertaining non-stop high pace the whole fucking time i love fighting her um i know most girls wouldn't want to have a dog fight and they just want something pitter patter mm -hmm. i'm i'm getting a little bit older i don't i don't got too many opportunities to have those just fucking right out just brawls like that and i want to i want to have one of those and i know dina would definitely do it because that chick's fucking tough as fuck right. dina dime and then uh I mean, fuck! I gotta pick three. Well, I mean, you gave me two. I'll take two if you if you don't. Yeah, have a third just one. two. Yeah, I don't got a third one. You know, okay. yeah, just, yep, yep. I'll fight. I want to fight one for money. I want to fight Dina for 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 fun, and and Dina deserves it. And I know that would be just a fucking awesome fight. That would be fight of the year. I hope they do it. I would I hope love they do it. That. I I mean, I mean, she's a pro. She's a pro. You know, I mean, I mean, she's been a pro fighter. She got a good boxing background. She's just. Like a little scrappy Latina chick, and she's fucking mean. And but you know, and I fought her twice. I I took her belt the first time, and then she fought me again. And we got to like round three, and then I got throat punched on the ground and couldn't breathe. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then that's when I lost my belt. We were supposed to have a trilogy fight. And fuck uh, me, like, oh yeah, if we can okay. do it, yeah, yeah, we can do it in a bare knuckle. That would be fucking there you awesome. Go. So I'm hoping the owners and the, and the matchmakers over at uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Champion. Yeah. Are listening to this because yeah, as well, a fan, I want to see that. Yes, well, here, here's here's the thing. Michigan didn't record report like yeah. you know online and stuff. You know, you look up someone's record and you look it online. They didn't do it till 2016. Yep. So, like, if you look up her name or my name, we look like we're tomato cans and we suck. But that, I mean, if you go on YouTube, it's it's just fucking stupid that you know we didn't get record reported. Just like King in the Cage. You know, I have a lot of fights with King in the Cage. Not a fucking single one has been record reported. You know what I mean? Well, you, know? We all, you and I both know that Michigan had a major issue when uh, when when the MMA really started blowing up around the Midwest. I oh, mean, Michigan it was horrible. Shit show. It was horrible. I have three tapologies. Okay, I can't fuse them together. Okay, I got three. I got three. My name's spelled wrong. I have wrong birth dates on shit. I got so many. It's so fucked up. You know. It's 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 stupid. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. Well, they don't want like you know fans or anybody like oh yeah 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 they're feeding this girl that doesn't belong there da da da. Fuck you. The girl that just fought Britton Hart was an zero and four amateur. Never even won a fight, making a fucking pro debut. You know, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, man. At least my girl's a pro with boxing experience, and she's right. fucking mean as fuck. She got a couple pro fights. You know, let that girl fight. She's right. tough. Well, I mean, that's what you're there for. You're you're there to fight the best, to make yourself a better person, a better fighter, and mm -hmm. and you know, you're never going to perfect uh, a fighting technique at all that, but you're always going to strive for it. And if you're not striving for that, then why in the hell are you in the game? All right.
Yeah, for sure. So it's uh, that's, I'm just waiting. I'll, I'll fight whoever they put in front of me. I've never been picky. I've never asked for a certain opponent or a certain this and that. I'm just like, and right now it's 2020. I'm just, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity and, you know, all the hard work that, you know, um, the staff and everybody over at BKFC does, you know, giving me this opportunity to, you know, come in and, you know, you know, get one more fight for the end of the year, you know, and, um, uh, the day of the fight is a day after my dad's birthday, and I think it would just be a huge gift to my dad in heaven if I could, you know. That would be a this. great homage to your dad. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, just put a great performance on. He was my number one fan. Yeah, well. Yeah. So, lastly, you know, like we talked, you and I are about the same age. We're mm -hmm. not getting any younger. Like you've said, you know, you want to do some stuff before you're not able to. Right. Uh, what are your plans for, you know, 2021, 2022, and, and so on? You know, I'm, I was talking with a couple of people about this. You know, I, I'm 37 years old. I'm 37. I know I don't look like it, but I'm 37 years old. Speed starts to go a little bit away at 37. And it's, it's hard on your body training. And, you know, sometimes sometimes we just need to, you know, hand the torch over to the younger generation and help and support them on their journey or the rest of their journey. I got a couple more fights left in me and then I'm going to go over to uh, the the business side permanently. Um, whether that's, you know, cuts or, you know, really just uh, helping with matchmaking, managing and, and, you know, stuff I've already done, but I can focus and do that job even better without, you know, um, you just having more time and stuff to dedicate to it. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. It's been, it's been hard because I'm like, I'll never quit. I'll never quit. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's getting about that. <laughs> it's getting, it's, 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 it's getting about that time. I'm, you know. I'm, I'm really good at the business side and I've, uh, you know, when I had cancer and whatnot, that's when I learned how to do all this shit. I learned how to do all the other stuff. So if there ever came a time where I couldn't compete anymore, I would still have a place somewhere else. I can, you know, still do this job, this job. I'm, I'm, I'm a lifer. I'll be here forever. You know what I mean? So. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. Sheena, I appreciate the time you gave us today. Do you have any shout outs that you want to go ahead and give out to, you know, your, your, your followers, yeah. fans, your yeah. sponsors, anything? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. First, uh, you know, huge shout out to, you know, Go Combat Agency, um, Scott Farley, Vince Anderson. These guys, you know, they, they work really well together as a team as far as getting the sponsors, getting us fights. And, you know, just, just supporting everybody as a team, as a whole, um, Go Combat Agency, you know, you can look them up on Facebook, give them a like. We got some great, you know, team members, you know, on our roster. We got, you know, Mark Mark Godbeer, you know, fucking awesome guy, UK, and uh, 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 Quentin Henry, and I mean, I mean, so many others, so many others, so uh, give them a follow, um, huge shout out, BKFC, David Feldman, David Feldman Jr., um, Nate Shook, Katie Shook, I mean, I know you guys work your ass off to try to make everything possible for all of us, you know, fighting at your shows, I appreciate you guys, moon and back, um, Bearding for Autism Awareness, uh, Brian Tyler. He has been just a huge supporter of me ever since um, I've, I've known him, really. Um, I think even, but you know, even before I went pro. Um, thank you, sir. Um, Shooters Bar and Grill, Ellsbury, Missouri. Um, Tracy Schroeder, awesome, awesome boss, awesome boss. Um, she is uh, 
she's great. She's great. She's for my scheduling and everything. They support my fighting, everything they do. They make sure that, you know, my, my scheduling allowed me to train and, you know, giving me the days off I needed to go travel for these fights and stuff, you know, full-time job, not many, not many bosses and jobs are understanding like that. So I really appreciate that ship. And uh, yeah, man. Right on, right on again, Sheena Puma star. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, December 11th, mm -hmm. down in Biloxi, Mississippi. I, can't I love Biloxi. I fucking love Biloxi. That's, that town and that city is amazing. It's full of just fucking tough, awesome people. Those people there are durable as hell. They deal with hurricanes and floods. And right. They got such a great community of, you know, just tough motherfuckers down there. And I love they them. They can that make day. some damn good gumbo down there. Mm -hmm. they, can, they can make all sorts of good food. God bless all of them. I love seeing them so much. And I'm so happy to be in Biloxi and back in the squared circle. Whichever opponent that, you know, I will face, um, you know, they'll tell me who I fight. I don't get to pick it. So um, I, I know they'll make a good decision as far as, uh, you know, what's good for the fans, what's good for the promotion. So um, I look forward to that. And, uh, you know, we'll be giving those announcements as, you know, as soon as we get someone to sign the contract. Come on, ladies. Yeah, let's, let's go, on. ladies. Sign Come that on. contract. Yeah, hear me. Hear me. Yeah, as a yeah. fan of the sport, right. I want to see this go down. Right. Right. Come on. I'm, I'm 37 years old, right? I'm not that scary. Okay. But are you bitches hiding? Come on. It's, it's, it's the <laughs> yeah. well, take the shots, women. Let's go. Put that yeah, name to that let's Take all the shots. Take all the shots. Yeah, you know what? You know, come and fight. I know we ain't getting no million dollar contract like Paige Van Zant, but I'm still waiting for someone to derail that hype train worse than the train that was ran on her team alpha male. Fuck that bitch. Ooh. So I love it. That was good. That was good. That's exclusive Sheena Star right there, folks. <laughs> Sheena, again, thank you very much for taking the time out with me. I enjoyed this wholeheartedly. I can't wait to talk to you again. And uh, definitely let us know as soon as you make that, that announcement comes out who you're fighting. Let us know. Send me, a, send me a shot. Have Vince hit me up. Let me know. And then after the fight, we can get back on this again and do it again. Sounds great. Right on, man. Here we go. BWSports1.com. Check us out for all the hap hap happenings at one spot. Social media, podcast platforms, all in one. BWSports1.com. This has been the Ass and Sheena Puma Star. Peace. <laughs>